Just eating a bit of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. You got any pickle or anything to go with that? Or no, a beer. No. Is just, a... just a lump of cheese. I am God here. <laughs> this is the science fiction rating system. Are you God or Cyber God, though? Which one is it? Cyber Christ. Cyber Christ. Oh, that's yeah. right. Uh, no, I'm God here. Okay. And this is the science fiction rating system, and that's the podcast that aims to rank every film from one to infinity. My name is Sam Draper. I am the host, well, the co-host. I don't get too big for my britches now that I'm God and all. <laughs> uh, but I'm joined, as ever, by Chris Redding. Hi, guys. How are you, Chris? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. You rested and ready for this after a break. We've had a few weeks off. Oh yeah, summer break. I'm, re- I'm raring to go. Summer Brilliant. <laughs> and Alex Humphrey. Yes, hello. I'm here. Yeah, it's good. It was Recharged. a good break. I am. Yeah. Well, I was at Fright Fest watching Five Days of Horror Film, so it was a busy break, but it was a nice break. Was that in London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in um, the right, em- yeah. well Empire, well Cineworld Leicester Square. What used to be the uh, Empire Leicester Square? Oh right. Yeah. And what Prince was the best Charles. film you saw? What was the worst film you saw? Uh, Death Note was very good, which is on Netflix now. Um, uh, C- uh, Cult of Chucky was very good, um, and there's this good film called Diane. Um, and the worst film was probably. Uh, it's a film called Fashionista by Simon Romney, who I just don't like. It just looks like art school bollocks, and everyone really likes him. I didn't really like it. Um, yeah, but the, the kind of there wasn't much science fiction stuff. There was no. two episodes of this Japanese thing called Crow's Blood, which had a kind right. of sci-fi twist on it. But sadly, I can't find it anywhere to watch, even though it came right. out. Yeah, but the first two episodes were brilliant. Mm. Really gory, kind yeah. of a Frankenstein meets um, Japanese schoolgirls. Plot line. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like Japan. Yeah, nuts gore, like insane amounts of gore with just Japanese mm. gore, but very good. But yeah, it, but a good and kind of doing that heavyweight kind of philosophical shit. Did you get to um, Shin Godzilla? Uh, no, that's actually happening. Uh, well, well, it depends when we're. It's happening. It was happening on Monday night at uh, my cinema where I work at. No, I didn't get to see it in London, sadly. But yeah, lots of people came in and asked about it. Yeah. Including a child who loved Godzilla, and I thought, brilliant. Good for you. Yeah. Sign him up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a 12A, though, I think. Um, yeah, I've, I've like, half seen it now. Yeah. Uh, wasn't, wasn't too impressed. That's why I sort of stopped watching it. Oh, that's a pity. It's all right. I just really don't like the new Godzilla. No. Mm. Looks stupid. Anyway, um, have I been watching Twin Peaks? No, no, not yet. I haven't watched I, it yet. I, I've just watched the two-hour finale before doing this. Was it good? Uh, did it deliver? Uh, um, didn't, didn't. It no. was a bit of a mind fuck. <laughs> like but, the second um, series, then. But it has cemented. Well, and the first, the end yeah. of the first, really. But it's cemented my uh, view that it is science fiction, and therefore we can watch Firewalk with me at some point. Ooh, I think interesting. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um. Which I'm looking forward to. I'm going to see at the cinema actually. My birthday oh. in a few weeks. Which oh, nice. yeah. yeah. Hey, your birthday. Aren't there aren't there new rules on the science fiction rating system about what happens on someone's birthday? Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. What What is it? Sorry. Well, for birthdays, we're going to be allowed to uh, request a re ranking, weren't we? Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Bonus re ranking. Yeah, yeah. 
Because Chris's is coming up two yeah. weeks after mine. Yeah, because I'll just I'll just put his one back to where it was. <laughs> oh, the power, the power that um, we have. <laughs> yeah, I'll, have to, I'll give that some thought, and maybe next week I'll come back with my. Okay. It's good because it's request. like a nuclear weapon. Because if you use it to put something up, and there's something else on there which you like, mm. the other person. It's only one it a down. year. Yeah. 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 And yeah. You're only yeah, yeah, that's it. Only limited supply. Basically, that animation's going down. What, Wally? No. <laughs> you guessed mine. <laughs> that's it. Like you can, you can use your thing, Chris, to put Wally back up where I put it down. But that would waste. Yeah. That would leave Ghost in the Shell number three, wouldn't it? So, yeah. you know, well, how many, how many uh, steps are you allowed to put it up or down? What? No, it's I just a know, re-ranking, so isn't it? It's I think just we are, us we, re-talking yeah, all, about it again. We all rank it again, I think. Yeah. 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 Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, fair. we'll sort the specifics off. Sorry, specifics. Can't say that word. Off air. For now, let's get into the films before our audience leave us. <laughs> oh, and also, audience, like us, follow us, subscribe, etc. Yes. Uh, all that business. Uh, we had a bumper month in uh, uh, July and is then that, August. Is that why we took so some time off? Yeah. <laughs> we were too successful, <laughs> we thought. Let's take Scale back off. the episodes. <laughs> anyway, right. Now we've lost all the audience. Yeah. They've all gone, yeah, they're all unsubscribed. So let's uh, scare off the last few by reviewing Lawnmower Man. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, this week was books, books into films. Mm. Uh, which is quite a broad topic, and most of our films so far were books at some point. But you know, we needed something because Dark Tower came out, yeah, um, which I still haven't seen. I'm not going to probably not going to see for a while, yeah. But talking to Stephen King, um, Lawnmower Man. So let's start with Alex. Yeah. So did either of you read the story of behind Lawnmower Man? No. Right. Okay. So this is so basically. New Line Cinema obtained the rights to a Stephen King short story called Lawn Moran, and they also had an unrelated script called Cyber God, right? Okay. They placed King's title on production of Cyber God, and he was so furious at the abuse of his name that he sued them, um, and uh, basically the studio was ordered to pay £10,000 and full profits and basically all of his names. So that trailer we watched last time that has his name on it, that doesn't that wouldn't exist anymore. So it's yeah. not actually Stephen King's or my man because but it's did, an addendum to that, did you know that they actually the the first home video release of it had Stephen King's Lawnmower Man on the cover? Oh uh, well, yeah, well I guess yeah, then maybe they had to, that's the profits thing. Maybe they had to pay him a load of yeah, money. Like did they yeah. so the story of this film has got nothing to do with the book, is that what you're saying? Well yeah, so this plot of the of Stephen King's short story is basically, I'll try and, you know, praise it quickly. A guy uh-huh. uh, wants to have his lawn mowed. He finds this random... Uh, <laughs> well, he finds this uh, outdoor service, rings him up. The guy turns up, this little short fat dude with a big red lawnmower. And the guy starts mowing the lawn. The bloke goes off, reads his paper. And he's kind of wondering what's going on. And when he comes back, the man is naked, dancing around behind the lawnmower, which is mowing the lawn on its own. And when he questions the little man, the man says, oh, I serve the god Pan, and if you question me, I'll kill you. And the, he then it makes the lawnmower kill the man, and then the police turn up and think it's a sex pervert, and then they don't bother to investigate. And that's the Stephen King short story. Wow, so it really is almost completely different. Well, yes. So the only bits... There's a big red mower in it. Exactly. Yeah. The only links are that the the big lawnmower, and there's actually, I because I'd read that, the silly... You know, the... 
awful Irish bloke. Yes. Yeah. He actually makes a reference to like, oh, the, that can you hear the fairies? That's the god Pan. He makes some really tiny reference. But yeah, basically, uh. the idea of a lawnmower mowing on its own is pretty much the only link to to to, yeah. to Stephen King. So you can see why he sued him. So weirdly, this is actually not a conversion at all. <laughs> no. They instead went with the idea of Pierce Brosnan oh, yeah. uh, making some ill-defined VR game or not a game. It's a way of life yep. or it's a way of making someone cleverer or all of the above. And it's <sighs> Who a knows? mess. Yeah. Uh, Chris, but- w- were you a fan of Law Man? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not a surprise. Um, I turned it... I had a few attempts to watch it because I turned, first turned it on and then within, like, the first couple of minutes, Piers Brosnan was shouting down the phone. <laughs> oh, he's so funny, <laughs> though. Fucking screw the political assholes. Uh-huh. He was the best chimp I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That opened up amazing. That's when accent. I turned it off the first time. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Oh, I love I, I love him in it. I think he's hilarious. He's so committed to how ridiculous. Yeah, he's so committed to how bad it is, though, isn't it? He's like acting. You've got his, to, though, haven't you? He's fucking acting his ass off in this film. You've got to double down, haven't you, when you're an actor? Yeah, and I love that he's just like smoking, drinking. He's got that earring. He's like a bit kind of like he's, he's kind of a he's a weird scientist. A little, he keeps throwing in like some effing and jeffing yeah. every now and again, doesn't he? For no particular reason. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you think yeah. he improvised that? That was his little own. Probably, yeah, because there's touch. nothing else in it which is remotely like, yeah, like that. Yeah. It's weird. And that, ju- um, I love that giant face that seems to be everyone's boss. Who is um, Hank off Breaking Bad? Isn't oh, it? is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. doing a really yeah. weird accent, but yeah, no, I love that. Uh, yeah, he's he around, doesn't he? And when they finally go to his uh, office and. <laughs> They, they try and they're trying to convey that you know he's, he doesn't really care about that, and they do that by him being on a phone call during the meeting. <laughs> but they, but Pierce Brosnan just keeps talking to him while he takes the phone call, which seemed a bit yeah far fetched. And really far fetched is kind of the word for this film, isn't it? It's um, horrendously far fetched. Yeah, and just not really thought out on any level, is it? Really, no. Um, it's all, not it's very insane. sensitive. No, and I think that's what that's it, the thing because it is so insensitive. It stopped it being like a cult classic because you can't really enjoy it as much as you should. Because it's, <laughs> there's no way you could repeat no, this on TV now. No, no, and also, no, no. so it's going to miss. They're going to miss out on all them sort of all that revenue from whatever. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know if it was politically correct in '91. To be honest, it was. I don't know. Bad. It does. I can't think it can have been. It's such a bad it, performance. It's such like a well. It's exactly like in Tropic Thunder when when did uh, when did Forrest Gump come out? Ninety three, right. So it's around that sort of time. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just feels like a TV movie to me, like a bad sort of late night yeah. Channel Five TV movie. Mm. Even down to like the, the you know the, the crap. Um, uh, what do we call it? Sex. Oh, um, the, yeah. the cyber sex. Yeah. Yeah. And just, and also the way that they kind of, I don't know, it's like they they, they want to build up to, obviously the actual cyber Job at the end, mm. but that doesn't really pay off at all. No, because he just gets angry and presses the <laughs> what's, it, what, what's the button he's pressing access to nine over again. He's trying to do that weird, yeah, that weird kind of Rubik's cube thing, isn't he? Just to try yeah. and get out of the base, yeah. And what's he's the, the budget of this film. Do we know? Uh, Ten million dollars. 
Okay. Um, and the people who the CGI was done by I can't remember the effects house, but they became rock star San Diego, um, who made like Midnight Club and Smugglers Run and a lot of oh the like spin off GTA games, which yeah. is I bet they're not proud of that. No. Um, but I do remember seeing this a long, long time ago, and I do remember thinking like the little thing they sit in when they're doing him, the l- little boy doing the flying bit, and the kind of the huge um, rig thing that spins around. I do remember when I was a lot younger, thinking like, "Oh, it does look pretty cool, actually. That'd be pretty cool to play that as a game." And I, I don't know if I thought it was the future, but it did think I did think. I don't know, it looks so bad now. I've never... Yeah, like it... It looks I mean, so dated. This the fact film. that every texture has to be this weird, like, sort of hippies T-shirt <laughs> colour effect <laughs> going on. It has to be tie-dye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, lots of tie-dye. There's no there's no attempt to make it look like anything, really, is there? Other than, no. Like, whose idea of the future was that? Well, I think it was uh, Brett Leonard's idea of the future, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Because didn't he make... You, like we said, he, I think he made another film about virtuality. Yeah, virtuosity. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think I've read that they're trying to either bring Lawnmower Man back or do a ton of virtual reality TV version of it or something. I don't know in what way, but that's what I've read, a few things I saw. Um, so I think he's still down. I think he's still convinced that it's virtual reality is the future, but obviously not this type of virtual reality, I guess. I mean, virtual reality is here now, isn't it? Yeah. I had an Oculus Rift for a bit. I sent it back. But that was way ahead of what this was. Is and it because you were getting too aggressive? Around, <laughs> yeah. By whizzing around in a multicoloured like world, it doesn't change the way your brain is wired up. No. Like, no. There's a, they're playing really off the ignorance of people's understanding of computers at that era. Exactly, like, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest sort of failing of the plot, isn't it? That yeah. they don't really mm. define... Why does him flying about playing a, a shoot-em-up make him smarter or how is that related yeah. to making him smarter and having injections yeah just injections and that I can understand a bit where he's just reading all the encyclopedias like they do a few scenes where yeah. do it, he's reading and it must be in Carter because it's all on disc <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he it just also blasts is... through in Carter yeah and then... that relates to telekinesis like I don't know how yeah. like the eyes he's activating bits of his brain that are dormant which yeah. I don't know it's a bit when, odd isn't it when was Rez was that before this no, Rez is a few years oh, later. Okay. Rez is 96, I'd say, 97. Because Rez still looks good because they strip it all back. Oh, Rez is and a it looks, game, yeah. Yeah, so it's almost like they, like you say, they've it's kind of shit because they're trying to make it look like people or trying to make it look like places or or a sex monster, I don't know. But it just, yeah, I, yeah. If, I think if, if Rhett Leonard is out there listening, I think, well, they're missing the trick. What they should do, they should make a Lawnmower Man VR game where you start off in Lawnmower Man VR, yeah. in your VR, and then you come out of the VR. So you're still in VR, but you are playing Pierce Brosnan in oh, the VR. See what yeah, I mean? Yeah. How great would that be? That would be great. But like yeah. they sell it as though you're in like Lawnmower Man. They're like, oh shit, and I'm actually just in the Lawnmower Man film, and you have to like act out the crap yeah. film in VR. <laughs> I think that'd be brilliant. Yeah. I kind of wish there was another film with Pierce Brosnan as this character, <laughs> but just the same. Yeah. I just want I I just was pissing myself like every line that bit when he's got the really bad computer and he's recording himself like the experiments yeah. aren't going his well. Journal. Like his journal is just he's so hilarious, but but then there's just so much. And else then he wrong goes with it. amend that, <laughs> yeah. and it just it's just recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not that advanced. He doesn't realise yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's pretty terrible, and it has not. It's one of the most dated films. I mean, God, we thought um, 
Journey to the Centre of the Earth is dated, but like this looks so oh, yeah. like Massively. so dated. And it's I mean, when you compare it to um, what song we had last week, um, oh god, the one Invasion of Body Snatchers, and how yeah. modern that felt, and also in drama streaming and doing a bit, which mm. felt old in some ways, but also in some ways, it this this film will age in a way that nothing else can really, because it is so tied to that mm. crap. Because yeah. think about it, like this is the same year as Jurassic Park, <laughs> and. Obviously, they're using CG in very different ways, but Jurassic Park does not date in the way and won't date in the way this <laughs> dated, did it? So. No. But also, this would only have been a handful of years after the early developments of The Matrix and what The Matrix came to be. in 90, I know it's 99, but, you know, that yeah. would have been mm. two or three years in development. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it feels very looking. I, the problem with it is, is that it is it's it's taking it's extrapolating what VR was then, wasn't it? Because I, I don't remember the Virtuosity headset. Do I remember that? No. Which was like an early nineties VR, and that was big, blocky, um, you know, three D spaces. And this is basically them saying, okay, what if Virtuosity is the future? Mm. Um, where'd you go from there? Whereas the best films that do that sort of thing, like Blade Runner, things like that, that have got a future's perspective, are going way beyond just going, oh, this is what we've got now, plus one, you know? Yeah. Well, they don't even do, like, a Tron thing where they're like, yeah, actually, we can't really do this, so we'll just fake it. Exactly, you know, yeah. They don't even fake things or do... They're just like, yeah. yeah, like you say, he's so confident that that is like, no, look, it's amazing, it looks amazing. But um, it's actually the most mundane, boring future <laughs> of all time that was probably dated by about five years after that, so... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, the soundtrack's terrible, isn't it? Like, yep. really awful. Yeah. Uh, Very bad. I mean, on every level, really, this film's... <laughs> the script is horrible. Like, oh, people re- yeah. re- re- repeat the same thing, like, within a sentence. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's re- repetitions of words. It's it's like there hasn't even been a script editor, like, go through it. It's... Yeah. There's yeah. no... And there's no character... Most... Apart from Pierce Brosnan, every character is just the biggest cliché, like... Like the the meathead guy at the uh, garage yeah, and the, the bad priest, the randy neighbor. Like they they're just the biggest cliches, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I did enjoy the uh, priest being set on fire with the cheapest <laughs> effect of all time. Judgment Day is here, as Drake yeah. said. <laughs> uh, it, it's yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> not much more to say is there really, other than wow. Yeah. Wow. It was uh, truly, truly terrible. Um, <laughs> And how Pierce Brosnan went from this to Goldeneye, I don't know what. <laughs> I guess he just doesn't you know, show this, put this on his showreel. I guess. I guess he's. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like a Whoopi Goldberg situation. He got like blackmailed into doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. I don't think so though, because he's, as you say, he's really into it, isn't he? He really yeah. thinks he's making high art here. He's. Yeah. Well, when was when was Goldeneye? Uh, Ninety-five. So. Yeah. Not too he was much. lucky then, wasn't he? He's in Mrs. Doubtfire, wasn't he? Between oh yeah, the yeah. Two. Uh, then he scored, uh, yeah, that's how he swept it that's back. Probably, that was probably his last chance, wasn't it? And he yeah, yeah, yeah. snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, <laughs> from cyber defeat. <laughs> right, let's rank this then. Um, uh, it's kind of a lot like Sky Darkle, isn't it? That sits at the bottom of the list. Crap, but computers. it was fun. I found it fun, though. I found it entertaining. Mm, I, I'm going to say I thought it was toxic yeah I, I'm going to say 45 one above Sky Darkly but otherwise bottom of the list uh, Chris what, what do you think um, no I put it at the bottom because it's not it 
it's not acceptable. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. It is pretty. There's some yeah. artistic merit, wasn't there, in Skandarfi? Yeah. yeah, even if it was no, annoying. Okay. No, Alex, okay. you in no, no, no. I just, I just, yeah. It, that's the problem. Every I just enjoyed Pierce Brosnan so much, and I loved the <laughs> monkey in the beginning. And there was there was a lot of bits I liked, but you're right. It's it is insensitive. It's stupid. And it's funny because, like Chris has said about some of the films, where a complete misrepresentation of what technology could do, and this is just like, it's just a dumb. It's just dumb. It's just really stupid. It just gets it completely wrong. So yeah, also yeah. Pierce Brosnan should be at the bottom. Lucky that he was. Pierce Brosnan was playing the like the positive character towards the lawnmower man. Mm. Yeah. If there was any clips of where Pierce Brosnan is going, you're a fucking retard and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. They would now have been dragged up. Yeah. And he's lucky that he hasn't got like that back catalogue of <laughs> just really dodgy shit. Mm. Yeah. Although he does actually, even he comes across as a bit of a, a kind of sex pervert when he goes up. And I mean, goes, he does say like, yeah, do as soon as that guy's mentioned, he goes, oh, he must have an IQ of about 45. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's hanging around saying, oh, do you want to come play games in my shed to that little boy, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think he's meant, he's not really good guy, is he? I suppose right at the end when he, by that fence, picks up the gun and thinks I'm going to save the day. But before that, the whole, mm. I guess they don't, they don't really make a big deal of portraying it as a, well, as a bad thing that he's... Um, Oh, I could say, I know. interesting, I'd say all these three films are linked by basically kind of like, it's like a confused scientist character, isn't it? There's always, yeah. all three of these films have scientists who are trying to solve that's a true, problem. Actually. They're yeah. all trying to solve a problem, and that's what Pierce Brosnan is trying to solve a problem. And they've all got, all three of these films have kind of moral and, um, you know, like um, the kind of ethics of science. It's just, yeah. this is dumb and stupid and does it badly. And other, the yeah. other two do it a bit better, so... Yeah, so bottom, bottom, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, cool. So finally, after about ten weeks, Scandalki moves up one <laughs> and is no longer bottom of the list. It's another Richard down there, though. Richard Leonard. Uh, George Link. The only the way he Scandalki moves up is when we get absolute like toxic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Basically incorrect shit. Let's have a quick break and uh, come back with the Andromeda strain. scientists now the story of some scientists who um meddle with things they shouldn't viruses it's the andromeda strain um an old film from 1971 i'm really tired can you tell my train of thought here is like all over the place (laughs) sorry it's all right Um, because you've just smashed the two hours of Twin Peaks is true, yeah. yeah my brain's, my yeah. Blank brains, and at that cheese, and it's yeah. just you know, cheese having nightmares now. Mind. Yeah, true. Um, so somebody else take over for me. Andromeda Strain, Alex. What do you think about this film? Well, I'd never seen this film, but obviously heard about it, um, and I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I, I thought it was completely different to a lot of other things I've ever seen. I liked that 
the majority of the characters were older. They were kind of... It wasn't these kind of... They didn't decide to just cast her like 20... If this was made now, it'd be like a bunch of 20-somethings or just ridiculous. Yeah. They, they were a lot older. A lot. It built... I think it built really, really well from that kind of really creepy beginning where the entire town, just everyone's dead, which is really horrible. And then just that... Most films, the idea, that central idea, they have to go through all the levels of the building, like all the yeah. zones, to get to the bottom... A lot of other people, if they'd read that... I mean, in a book, I can see that working because you've got time to wander around and talk and develop the characters. But I think a lot of other directors or um, uh, screenplay writers would have just gone, okay, well, we'll montage that because that's boring. And we'll just get straight to the kind of, like, let's let's have them, like, you know, solving solving what's going on and working out. But that whole bit, I just thought was so... I mean, it's stupid and it was silly, and I'm sure Chris can wade in on the if there was any science to it whatsoever. I I don't think there was, but um, I just really liked that, and I think it developed the characters really well. Um, yeah, I really really liked it. The only bit I probably didn't like or thought was silly uh, was the bit at the end with the lasers because um, it, yeah. that just looks so naff now. That was the only bit of it though where I was like, no, this looks mm. a bit kind of dated. But generally, yeah, no, I was kind of um, yeah really surprised. Okay. Um, well, I wasn't. I, I was positive, but not as positive as you. I thought it got generally just worse as it went on. I think it started really strongly. I loved the imagery of the dead bodies in the village mm. and the idea of like, oh, what's going on here? And like you, I think it, it is good to see old people in it, and it makes sense that they are the experts because obviously they've got the experience and stuff like that. And the levels, especially the the way it was filmed, the different mm. colours for each level and things like that, was a was just brilliant. It was it was in a way it was like you were watching an instruction manual about how to deal with a virus rather yeah. than a film, wasn't it? It was so yeah. um but then that became to its detriment for me. I thought it was a bit slow, especially when they started actually investigating it. Um it kind of lost me a bit. I kind of I don't know, and when they start look you know, getting to the woman who's got epilepsy and things mm. like that and it was just developed so slowly that I kinda of lost the interest. It lost a bit. you. Oh, okay. But I did, as I, I did appreciate how unique it was, and it was, it's a very obviously that post two thousand and one mm. hard science fiction. They can get away with doing this sort of thing in a film, whereas that has kind of gone away now. Yeah. Apart from in, in indie films, hasn't it? You couldn't really make that film on that budget. Like I say, it'd be kids, and it would be straight to the fifth floor, and oh my god, there's an outbreak, you know? Yeah, stuff like and there'd that, be so. monsters, and people would, you know, they'd, they'd have to save the baby, and the old man would become a yeah, zombie, yeah. or like, you know, yeah, it just wouldn't be yeah. like... Well, have you seen Life, that one came out a couple of months ago, no. where it was set on no. the space station no. with Gyllenhaal, and... No. That, that had some similarities to it, but obviously, oh, okay. because oh. it's a modern film, they have to show a monster, Yeah, you know... It right. eventually evolves into a monster. So okay. Um, so Chris, you, they do you... all the quarantine chat. You mm. know, all that, like that is yeah. similar. What do you think? I mean, they get saying? a lot of movie on this one out of literally explaining what quarantine is. <laughs> True. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and five different levels of quarantine. Yeah. Did you um, enjoy it? I did, but I'm. Um, you know, I mean, as is, there's a lot, there's a lot for nothing. I think, isn't there? There's there's a basic idea now. I think. We now, it would have been revolutionary then. It would have been like, you know, when War of the Worlds, that idea of, you know, a small infection can kill the world. It's the same with the thing, isn't it? Yeah. The same sort of idea. But it's like, yeah, I don't, this would, would would have been one of the earliest examples of that, I guess. So, it's you know, it's good. I mean, it looks great. It it's does, shot, isn't it? it? I mean, it's shot great. Characters are 
strong, I think. Mm. The um, Played well as well. 2001-y, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I, I like the sort of... Um, there's like little stings in it where like there's an animation of when they're going down in the lift and there's oh, like yeah. a diagram yeah, of the... Yeah, yeah. And Good split they screen. They keep doing these little... Yeah, split screen, and they do these little stings with like some electronic music, oh, like yeah. Yeah. sound design. Yeah, that was all really bold and quite cool. Oh, the, when the everyone theme has is their fantastic. When they all have yeah, their the dreams, <laughs> when they, you see their dreams, kind of in the little yeah. boxes, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really good. Um, it's very. Um, I like how understated all that is. That like it doesn't. Yes, because you must go probably like twenty minutes, half an hour before you get any of that split screen stuff, doesn't it? And mm. then it just suddenly just pops up. You're like, oh, this is refreshing. It's a bit. Mm. Yeah, and like you say, the idea, it it feels, it does feel sort of, again, like post-2001, oh, now we can do anything, doesn't it? Like, oh, why not put an animation here and stuff like that? It's, it, like, isn't a sort of a, there's no codified rules about how to make science fiction in a way no. at mm. that point, which is... It's it, like good. something like uh, Wes Anderson would do now or something. Yeah, totally, like, yeah. Just, yeah. Make, just to tell the story, just put that in. Yeah, I mean, why not? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Also... The yeah, the science is you know it it it's getting an idea across, but like, do we really need to know like the five different levels of? Oh, I liked that. It was a lot of tests going on and lots of the same sort of stuff. A lot of that sort of looking at a screen and then there's like a magnified image of something. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I think it's, that... it's like it's the go on. Go on. Sorry. It's like with a transporter in Star Trek. It's like when you get rid of all the bugs which a human comes along with, the human wouldn't survive. Mm. Yeah, I think um, that thing about the flaws and that idea of it being so, um, you know, forensic about what it's doing—that mm. for me is its strength and its flaw. Because yeah. but then you can just climb out in a hole and climb up with this really slow laser shooting at you. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit stupid. Yeah, yeah. No, the laser was dumb. Like, but they obviously that was, needed. That was rubbish, yeah. Like, yeah, they obviously needed. Why isn't it of... airlocks going up? Like, with the lift has to go through individual airlocks or something. Yeah. I just don't see mm. why. It's a real pity, isn't it? That like they obviously just couldn't work out how to end it. Good, they I think. And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like a fan pushing down. Do you know what I mean? So you can't. You have to fight up. Mm. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just... No, because the, the whole idea of you know the whole single man theory or whatever it was that's all cool the idea of it just blowing everyone to smithereens to stop to yeah, stop yeah. the outbreak is cool and the twist that it's actually going to make it worse is cool but yeah you're right then what fails is yeah they probably he michael Crichton must have sat there and just been like oh shit i've made this place that no one can get in and out of how do i have a race to stop a bomb then like you just can't you can't do it almost can you yeah no so yeah i mean they cover they cover a lot of science and they really they treat the audience like it's a lesson. Yes. It goes yeah. all the way from like it's a serious threat and they realise, oh, it's not that much of a threat to it's now being blown across the planet and the film ends where they're just like controlling it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I've not read the book and I'm guessing neither of you two have. No. But I have read that apparently this is a very direct copy yeah. and you can see that, can't you? That it's like, yeah. it clearly is a, a novel. I mean, I, I quite want to read it now. There's a lot of stuff in it which was in Jurassic Park as well. Yeah. They change, uh, you know, how how they've got systems in place, but because of a certain uh, thing to do with that system that people don't foresee, something else happens. Yeah. They change, I think Uh, the the major change was they made, they're all men in the book and they put in a female character. They put in a female, yeah. 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 Which I think is, well, 
She's just wisecracky all the time. It's, oh, yeah, it's there strange. was a lot of sass. You wouldn't have liked the sass. Yeah. She was very sassy, yeah. wasn't she? <laughs> yeah. It's quite a um, like progressive female character, though, for that time, isn't it? Mm. She's not, she's not like yeah. young and sexy. She's not just there to you know, make yeah. them drinks, whatever. She's a strong character. She's a grumpy curmudgeon type. Yeah, know, totally. Yeah. And the, 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 you know, the weakness, the epilepsy that she's got, it's not like, it doesn't hinge on a man or something like that, does it? It's her own weakness that yeah. she controls and is, you know, very rare really for that kind of film. I have a specific, uh, quiz question for Sam on this one. Oh, go on, and it relates to, uh, Lawnmower Man a little bit. Yeah. But, Lawnmower Man in this film, uh, well, normal man, so there's dan- quite famous, I would say, dance music songs have sampled from this from Andromeda Strain and Normal Man. Do you know what the samples are of the songs? Um, I don't know. Ah, so this is the let's go back to the rock and see it at four forty. That's from yeah. Apollo four forties. Ain't talking about dub, which is oh, in Andromeda Strain, right. and. Yeah. Kind of in when Pierce Brosnan says, "I've got to take my work underground," or whatever it is, that's kind of not sampled, but they re-say that in a different way in um, "Music for the Jilted Generation," the prodigy. But it's a, they say they quote it, but it isn't a sample. It's kind of the same lines. But yeah, yeah, that's very strange. Very interesting. Yeah, there you go. You remember when there was a lot of like music videos in the nineties which had the same sort of animation as Lawn Mower Man. Bad music. Probably videos. both of those uh, songs I just mentioned. Uh, yeah, probably had like those that, videos, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um uh, talking of the music, the the soundtrack as you mentioned previously, uh Gil Gil Mele, I don't know if that's that I'm saying that right. Mm. Who was um he was actually a jazz music, musician on Blue Note and oh. uh you know, pioneering electronic sounds there. I mean, there's some really weird stuff going on there, isn't there? The fact the theme is basically like white noise <laughs> that recurs is such a brilliant sort of thing. Um, but yeah, no, that soundtrack is, it's not an easy listen, but definitely if, if, if that was your kind of thing, mm. search out. It's uh, its pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I just think... love how like everything, the set's all like amazing and everything's been well thought out. And then <laughs> he just casually drops in, Oh yeah, there's like four of these places where you can put the key to turn the nuke off. Oh and yeah, we're just putting some more in right now, but they're not finished. And yeah. then when you walk past them, it's literally like someone's written on yeah. the wall. Yeah, doesn't work or something like yeah. not working. Yeah, the wires hanging out. Yeah, and you can all. And then you know, we just knew that when it all kicked off, he was in a section. Well, yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, you, know. you could just imagine like some kind of really annoying builder just being like, "Oh, what? Well, we sh- you said we had another month on these. What? You know, yeah. like, we haven't yeah. finished it yet." <laughs> yeah, no, that's dumb. That's that that whole bit is yeah, that is badly thought through. It's a pity, isn't it? Really, yeah. it does have to go that way. But oh well. Okay, so we're sort of positive, a sort of a thumbs up for mm. all of us there. I think. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's rank it, um, Chris. I would put this um, somewhere around twenty eight, I think, somewhere like that. So that is above Reels of Steel and below Hunger Games. Mm. Mm. Um, I I would go higher than that. Uh, I'm thinking more sort of like 1920 Bachelor Not Included Pacific Rim that sort of place around there yeah 
I don't in, I don't enjoy it as much as They Live or Lost World or something like that, but it it was all right. Yeah. Know? No, I agree with you, Sam. It's just very different. It was very it was refreshing. Yeah. It was quite hard. Like you say, it's kind of hard science, which was nice. Um, it, it was flawed, but I think the majority of it wasn't. So yeah, no, I'm with you. I would it, say around if, that area. It, there's like a little little like cluster of films there where they're sort of they're not great. Mm. But I wouldn't mind watching them again if yeah. they're on. Yeah. Whereas below that, I probably wouldn't watch. You know, again, I don't know. What do you think? What, what, uh, what, do, you, what do you think specifically, Alex? Because I'm not sure myself. You got a number in mind? Mm, maybe like above Phantom Menace, like twenty three, or would that be twenty three, twenty two? Yeah, yeah, twenty three above above Phantom Menace, below Rise of Planet of the Apes. That sounds fair. Chris, yeah. Do you think it's... Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you that. Cool. That was an easy one. It's in. It's I don't in. think it was that flawed. I just think there was just too much of it. Yeah, I'm with like, you. Yeah, I think it could have been like a like a short like if it was like a short TV program sort because it was very like a uh, open university style. It could have been like a Twilight Zone or something, mm. couldn't it? Or a... yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, as I say, I, I got bored of it, but like the idea of it was fine. Everything about it was fine. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, it was all right. Uh, the director Robert Wise, do you know what film he went on to make that we're going to be doing soon? No. He directed the first Star Trek film. Oh. Mm. Which is um, which when you think about it, if you think of that first Star Trek film, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot about that first film that is trying to be that feels like an early, a very early seventies sci-fi film, doesn't it? In the mm. way of like two thousand. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for better or worse, which we'll find out when we get to it. <laughs> anyway, so one film left to go. It's Will Smith's I Am Legend, and uh, we'll be back in a minute. Another scientist who's doing things he shouldn't be doing. Or is he he's a colonel? Is he a scientist? He's a colonel? scientist, he? colonel, medical he's doctor. Everything. He's everything, he, isn't he? He's, he's everything. everything to all men. He's Will Smith. <laughs> he's in I Am Legend, uh, directed by Francis Lawrence from a screenplay by Mark Protesevich, an archiver Goldsman of Batman and Robin fame. <laughs> mm. um, I forgot to do that for the two films, but never mind. Um, this film, let's start at the end and say mm. which ending did we all watch? Well, this I watched both. My, the version I had yeah, had the original ending, and then I right. sat there going, now hold on, there's a different ending, and I watched the alternative <laughs> ending, and to yeah. me, the problem with this whole film is the alternate ending makes the whole film make sense and is so much better. Yes. Mm. The original yeah. ending, you just go, oh, that's a bit shit. But the alternate ending, you go, oh, wow, oh, my God, he was the villain all along. and it, it, Suddenly, everyone's actions make sense. And it's yeah. so much I cannot, better. I just cannot... Under, I mean, we don't know the story. I'll recount it for people at home. It's basically that they, they, they showed the film to test audiences who didn't like the ending where Will Smith gets out and is a hero. And Well, not he's a hero. He's a, not a hero, then he no, is a hero. Yeah. He's, he's legend as a bad guy and then escapes and to safety. 
I can understand that people perhaps wouldn't like the fact that they do get out like that, mm. but I can't. I just cannot fathom how Will Smith blowing himself up with a grenade when he isn't actually the bad guy in that version of the film. You know, <laughs> the version, the, the ending where they are just crazy. Mm. He is not a bad guy. No. Mm. So his sacrifice makes even less sense. Yeah. I just cannot work out how they got to that as the ending that satisfied no. audiences. You know, it's so no. bizarre. But the um, whole film just falls down because you just... Oh, completely, Because yeah. it's all the way through, he's like, oh, yeah, there's this one aggressive, like, I'll call him Alpha. Hmm. He seems to be more intelligent than the rest of them. So you're like, but... Mm. And then it, when you have that alternate ending where you're like, right, it was basically his mate. You've killed all his yeah. friends and you've stolen his yeah. girlfriend. That's why he's so angry with you. But, but also the trap they set for him, the fact they moved the mannequin around, yeah. all the stuff, none of it makes any sense, does it? No, if, if the they're just mindless it. zombies, <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. It, it's, it's, it's a completely confusing film, yeah. And, and yeah, is. like you say, he just kills himself for seemingly no reason. But anyway, so for the sake of ranking, I think we should rank the alternate ending version because that's clearly the film that was intended, isn't it? Mm. And that's the that's the that's the book um, closer to the book ending stuff like that. So take with that in mind, um, what do we think about it, Chris? Mm. What did you think of this film? Well, I remember it being underwhelming when I first saw it, but I think that's because I used I saw it with the the actual ending. ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's quite. I remember when it came out, like the the images of him being alone and how mm-hmm. he holds up the whole film on his own and stuff. That's you know that's positive. Yeah, you know the the visuals of the city and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was underwhelmed by the actual story, and it kind of suffers. Isn't it weird how this suffers from the same things as like that World War Z film in mm-hmm. the sense of they don't get their fucking story straight, yeah. <laughs> and then they start fucking around with it. <laughs> And doing other versions, and it just looks like a total like hash hash job by the end of it. Mm, yeah, like and I mean, it's a zombie, and that was a zombie film as well. The other thing about that ending as well, just go back to it, and that point about them not knowing what they're doing. They cl- the fact they did change it in that way, it kind of makes you think they didn't really understand what the story was in the first place, did they? They, they, yeah. like, they don't really understand what the title yeah. means. The idea that he is legend to the yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like I, I just. It, I don't know. I'd love to be in that room when they decided on I that. I don't know what it is about these zombie films. They start them without knowing... No one in the room knows what the fucking story is. Mm-hmm. It's like there must be a room of yes-men or nodding dogs or something. Yeah. Um, Alex, would, did you enjoy it? Um, despite the ending? Like, I agree with Chris. I think the visuals are really good. You know, when he's... The bit when he's chasing a deer in that sports car. You know, like, I think it's, it, it looks really nice. It... Um, Hmm. I think he does a good job, yeah, on his own, him and the dog. Um, I I hated, it felt a bit like it was sponsored by, like, Bob Marley's estate or something. Like, that all so the Bob strange. Marley uh, stuff, <laughs> I really didn't understand it. It's obviously not yeah. in the original, I mean, you know, unless yeah. he was it, predicting the future, but it... I, I thought at one point they were going down the line that Bob Marley was actually Jesus, which is doing that <laughs> stuff about Christ. And he was like, yeah, well, this is the best time ever. I was like, are you going to tell me that Bob Marley foresaw this yeah. and was actually, you know, Christ reborn? Is that what was... It's such an odd... It was cause, I would have liked that. Because his, yeah. his whole tenuous link was this whole thing of like, oh, well, Bob Marley was like a virologist because he thought you could solve racism with love. Yeah. And it's such also, a the, lame little, the, like... 
Like, that's it's the terrible. idea that that woman, who's probably 30 in 1999, hadn't heard of Bob Marley, just so he could explain who she was to the yeah. audience. Yeah. It, I, but, but, but she didn't know who Damien Marley was. Yeah. That was the, oh, you mean Damien Marley? Oh, yeah, because everyone knows <laughs> Damien Marley, but not Bob Marley. Yeah, it's obviously some strange alternate reality where Bob Marley's become <laughs> this obsolete person no one talks about, and his children have become super famous, but beyond anyone else. Like, you know, they're yeah. like fucking Taylor Swift or something. Yeah, no, that the Bob Marley stuff really bugged me and annoyed me. Um, when he has the, the bit after the dog dies, when he has a breakdown, it, when he's yelling yeah. in the... I mean, in the whole video shop thing, I do... It's funny, because it's funny, and then you're watching it, and you think, no, but there must have been a day where he just went, oh, this video shop... I might just put some mannequins in here just for a laugh. Like, do you know what I mean? And he must have just put them in there and then been like, oh, I might just start talking. Like, I, yeah, I like I, the idea of how he went that mad to put I mannequins. I like the idea. I feel though that, again, is another symptom of what Chris is saying of not knowing what they're doing. Mm. Of, you, you know, if you're going to make it out that this guy is so crazy that he's willing to you know, pretend one of the mannequins is looking at him in the video <laughs> shop and ask him for a date. He's clearly, like, fucked up and further gone than the guy who's doing all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And only they try and justify it by when he does meet the um, the woman and the kid. You know, he's like, oh, she's, you know, what did she say? Something like, um, I don't know, you, you, you're not used to being around people or yeah. something, are you? yeah. She, that doesn't really go far enough to justify no. the fact, fact that he's, you know, yeah. he's clearly cracked, you know, completely yeah. cracked. he was saving that bacon... Remember, uh, he was saving that. Yeah, bacon. he was saving it. He was. Yeah, yeah. while well, he was going to sit in his uh, pants and quote Shrek. For, that was weird. All the Shreks like, was that sponsored. That was like a sponsorship deal as well. Let's have just again a, very weird, a yeah. huge very bit of like, Shrek in it with him quoting the lines. Like it's just very singular, specific cultural references. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I'm broadly in agreement with you two. Really, I, I also. I like the imagery. I thought the the first like half an hour, the shots of like a deserted New York held up really well. You know, ten mm. years later, they look really good. Um, I was less keen about the CGI on the monsters. Yeah, they, I thought, it's crap. No, aged terribly, didn't mm. it? I don't remember being very good at the time, actually. But no. um, and I, a bit I, like that Snoke guy in the new style. They are a bit. Yeah, there's, I'm sh- I'm sure there's a there was a period because like Blade Two but that they do yeah, it well. Yeah. And then um, this and 60 Days of Night. It was that kind of, let's have kind of bald, anemic, kind of gothy, punky people that have disjointed jewels. Well, then we don't have to programme any hair. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it, it just, yeah. It's a very specific view of what zombies were that kind of came around the 2000, 2000 yeah. between 2000, 2005. I, or, you know, this was seven. But this, I don't, I don't like that look. I think it's a bit crap, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, they're bad, and the the second half of the film just kind of falls down mm. really for me. Like it doesn't, it. I mean, because that's where it deviates mostly from the from the book as well. And I think that shows that they kind of didn't know what to do. Once the dog's dead, isn't it? Really, it's yeah. kind of a bit rubbish. Mm. Um, and yeah, you just don't. I just don't buy into Will Smith in that character, and he's that. They're kind of they're clearly getting past that era of Will Smith has to be Will Smith, like Independence Day mm. and Men in Black. But there's still bits of that sort of I'm doing a skit kind of thing, isn't there, about yeah. him? Yeah. When he does his yeah. Bob Marley impression, it's like, mm. you think, well, hang on, the apocalypse happened. This is a bit, <laughs> this doesn't really fit. Yeah, uh, Fresh Prince doesn't care about that. No. Yeah, exactly. He's got to get his, he's got to do his bit, hasn't he, do his thing. So, yeah, flawed, but... I, Have you seen I, the one with his, where he's with his son? 
I have seen that in, film. I it's haven't, awful, awful, I haven't awful, awful seen film. that. After Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, written by uh, Gary Witter, who did Book of Eli, which is a better version of this film, if you ask me. This mm. idea of like yeah. a man, mm. um, you know, alone after the apocalypse with an iPod. <laughs> He's got an iPod <laughs> of that, hasn't he? So. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, it was all right. Um, one weird thing. Do you notice the Batman versus Superman poster yes. in this film? Do you know what that mm. is? Well, it, it looks a lot like the actual poster they used, doesn't it? What's the story it's, behind well, that? Well, it's know? basically it's a it's an in joke at the expense of screenwriter Akiva Godsman. Uh, Goldsman, oh, the Robin bloke. Yeah, yeah, Goldsman did script rewrites for Batman vs Superman project in two thousand and two. Uh, this was just one of the countless attempts to revive the Superman franchise that culminated in the release of Superman. Which is basically them taking the piss out of him, saying, "Aha, you know, maybe in the future of 2012 they'll have made that film by now." Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, it's weird because it looks pretty much exactly like what they yeah, did. Yeah, same logo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strange. Also, I read that this um, was going to be Ridley Scott Arnold Schwarzenegger at one point as a project. Yes, I read that. Which would have been a great film, I think. Yes. If, mm. if, uh, of a certain era of Ridley, like 80s Ridley, mm. could have made a really interesting take on this, couldn't he? It yes, was, um, definitely. Yeah, because it would yeah. have gone all out one way into the action and the... Do you know I mean, and it would have, it would have been satisfying because yeah. it wouldn't have been as confused as this. Or it would have been like just bleak and empty in a way that... Again, I feel someone involved in this film was trying to make the right film because those early shots and the fact the score's so barren, isn't it, at the start? There's not much of a score going on. Mm. Um, it, it feels like someone was attempting something good at the start there, yeah. <laughs> but just got lost in, in script rewrites and edits and things like that, and I don't know. But Yeah, because I don't know... For a post sort of 28 Days Later yeah. film, it, it's... Yeah, it's not that. Good, yeah, because looking at because basically it was it's um, that Akiva Goldsman, but then there's the two guys that wrote um, Battle of the Planet of the Apes were on it, and also Mark Prostovich who wrote The Cell, which I think is quite a good film. So it's that that's four people that I've okay. got on IMDb, and like as we said before about whatever that other film was. Oh, um, my stepmother is an alien. You don't know how many behind the scenes people there were that were tweaking it as they were yeah. going along, yeah. you know, and putting in more Bob Marley uh, quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Weird. Okay. Um, that's all used to say, really, isn't it? Really, It's, it's again, all right. Like, not all right to middling, I'd say. Yeah. A, a six out of ten film. That kind of, you know. That's not um, how we so rate I'll, things. No, sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll go first and I'll give it a, I'll call it a, uh, I'll call it a 33 out of 47 film, 48 film. So mm. that's above Ender's Game and below Spaceballs. Mm. Any any advances on that? I think Ender's Game's better than this, but I think you're in the right ballpark, Chris. I would put it uh, thirty six, one below Mission to Mars. I think. Mm. Yeah, below Mission to Mars because Mission yeah. to Mars was as confused as this as well. Yeah, it's similar in a yeah, lot of ways. No, I agree. Like, yeah, no, I'm with Chris. Brain. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good place to be. Mission to Mars felt like again like that someone was trying to do something and then it got there's something really up. good there under the surface yeah. idea wise, yeah. but it's just not quite you know I'd, rendered. Mm. I'd be in agreement other than the fact that Safe to Not Guaranteed is above Mission to Mars, and this film was. <laughs> oh, far superior to no. guaranteed no it wasn't uh, I'm, so I'm sticking with I'm on I'm with Chris on this one I think because it, I think because it's it's pairing with Mission Safety to Mars ga- not guaranteed had an idea and a story and he mm. told it 
this one didn't. Mm, not really well, sci-fi. Didn't, have, didn't tell it. <laughs> Wait till your birthday. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So we're going to say in thirty-six. Yeah. I I I'm trying to. I'm going to lodge my complaint there. <laughs> Cle- clearly, should be higher than this a little bit, not much, but so not that bothered. Um, okay, so thirty-six. So this I was week, stuck on a plane, and this was the only film on the fucking thing. I think I'd just sit there and just look at this chair. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange image. <laughs> it's a great image. Do you know what I mean? Uh, if you ever just do that, ever the play in front of me, please get a picture of that, and I'll make that the new podcast art. Just. I feel like it sums up a lot of this list. So the Chris person, sat on a plane yeah. staring at a blank screen. While the person sitting <laughs> next to him thought. watches uh, I Am Legend. The funny thing is, I actually yeah. end up doing that a lot on, on planes because I just I can watch like a film or two, but after that, I'm my brain goes to mush and I I just sit there and just stare. Yeah. <laughs> just, That's why you just start yeah. reading. You read a book. Yeah. I, no, my brain goes to like a level of... Actually, you know what? Anything. Right, you're on a plane, so you, you can't do much, but your brain's gone mm. to mush. You know what you need to listen to? What? The science fiction rating system. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> not not very demanding. Yeah. Hours and hours of back back content. Just start from the start of that next time on a plane. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Boost the download numbers. <laughs> right, so <laughs> we've got three new films this week. The highest was Andromeda Strain, number 24. At number 36, I'm Legend and a new... Bottom film, number 48, The Lawnmower Man. Swipes the crown from Scanner Darkly. Mows Scanner Darkly down. Man, but a lot of people knew of The Lawnmower Man. Did you? you I'd, I'd seen it, seen yeah. It I'd seen film. it, yeah. But a lot of people don't know about it. People at my work were just like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's weird. I think it's jumped. I think, like as we've said, I don't think it's being shown on Doesn't TV. I think yeah. you either need to know about it or not. And it's like a kind of, yeah. A, a very yeah, that Rick and Morty episode as well. Yeah, of. I, I, I've seen that now. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch that. It's really funny. Mm. Um, okay, fantastic. That's it. We're done. We've done three films. Next week, what is happening next week, Chris? Uh, we are. We are. What are we doing? Uh, Going to two. No, not the films. What? What the? What's the? What's the, what's the theme? No, yeah, ninety-one. Theme. 91. Yeah. Back to 91. Okay. So, oh, we don't tell people, do we? No, no. no. I'll edit that out. I'll beep you. So, okay. the, um, uh, so write in anyone, if you've got any... Uh, no, we're not films. doing that anymore either. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Have we got uh, any so... mail? Have we got any mail? <laughs> oh, your mate Colin said hello on Facebook to me. Did he? Colin? He said he didn't you as a friend, yeah, because uh, yeah. after you were uh, besmirching his good name last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he said he was going to get in contact. Um, yeah, he said hello. Uh, yeah, he's still listening, so hello, Colin. Um, yeah, uh, so I'll just reiterate what Chris said. It was a bit confusing there. We're doing, after the success of our 1987 episode... It's good to know episode, I could host this, though, if you ever <laughs> <think> <laughs> <feel> like <laughs> yeah. yeah, You are God, Sam. Please don't leave wait us. for that week. <laughs> we should have a week where either me or Alex take the wheel, just for... Well, I would. That's giggle. fine. I'm yeah, right. if you want to do it, no, please keep maybe, hosting. Maybe you can do that for your birthday, Chris. Yes. Hosts. <laughs> well, that's the payment. That. That's the payment for bringing a film to get a film reevaluated is hosting the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll look forward to that then. Probably three or four episodes from here, uh, Chris will be hosting. Great, bloody hell! I mean, you probably won't ever hear that episode. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, actually, you might be the better host than me. We'll see. I, I, I would be nice. I don't want to host. So, um, I think I'll bring to. a more game show element to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep your, no spoilers. Keep That'd it be a keep buzz around. Get get planning, and we'll uh, we'll look forward to that to come. But for now, um, yeah, tune in next time for previews of 1991 films. How I think about what your favourites are. Let us know your favourites. Let us know what you thought about this week's rankings or the rankings before. Um, Go on Facebook. There's a there's a thing on Facebook called the 90s were amazing. Like there's a page, and it's got some amazing 1990s shit on it. Is that where your quiz came from? No, no. But I'm just in general, just. What, and while you're there, checking the, at the Science Fiction Race System page. Yeah, do that. Do that as well. Yeah. Uh, if and like, if you want, like us, subscribe on Twitter, SF Rating System, Science Fiction Rating System, on Instagram. Go to sciencefictionratingsystem.com to see the list. All these things. Get involved. Hashtag not my Transformers. Just send us a little <laughs> message on Facebook or on. Just send yeah, us a little message. Anywhere. Yeah. You know, the, the chances are you'll feedback. probably get read out. You'll be, be famous because it's you true. don't get many of those. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. But for now, uh, we'll leave it there, I think. Um, a bit sad now. Oh. All that, that lack of correspondence. It's all right. No one Maybe cares. next no one show cares. we'll have something. No, I'm going for the sympathy vote now. Oh, actually. okay, sorry. Going... <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm off to hang myself. I'll see you next week. Uh, I'm Sam Draper. I'll be hosting then if you're going to hang yourself. Yeah, there we go. But ideal. Yeah. I've been Sam well, Draper. I'm, I'm Chris Redding. Yeah. And I'm Alex Humphrey. Bye bye. Bye. Cheerio. I'm getting slicker on that. <laughs> <laughs>